alignment is flow. It's naturally inspired actions. Like it's the time where like you couldn't lose. And it was like, bing, 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 bing. And you, you woke up, you were full of energy and it was automatic. And it was just deal, deal, win, win, win. Welcome to the Do the Impossible podcast. I'm Jason Drees. Don't forget to join me every Monday for a free mindset alignment. Go to mondaymindsetreset.com to sign up now. On today's episode, I've got Ryan with me today. Ryan's a little bit younger than I am. He's 28. He's a fellow GoBundance member. He's kicking some butt in Massachusetts. He's married. He's got a kid on the way who's looks like they're going to be due in December, which is when I'm born. So it's probably going to be an awesome kid. He also does multiple things. He's in roofing. He's in real estate development. Um, cars, really cool cars collector, I'm guessing. What do you do with cars? Um, you like cars? Yeah, I'm, I'm growing a collection. We'll, we'll leave it at that for now. <laughs> okay. Yeah, my my hobby lately has been stuck on my side by side vehicle. So, um, but it's great to connect today, Ryan. Yeah, you as well. I appreciate you having me on here. Thank you. Yeah. So, how can I support you today? It sounded like you're you're doing a lot of things. You're moving fast. You got a family, and I think there's some balance. You said said to me a moment ago. You feel like you're doing everything. Why don't you expand a little bit more? Yeah, so I really bootstrapped my way from zero to where I am in real estate, and then I recently started the, a roofing company with a partner. And you know, we've got you know, I've got a couple a restaurant venture going on with another partner. And so I, you know, I feel like I'm always working on you know, how do I make more money? How do I grow the businesses faster? How do I scale faster? And you know, when I'm not working, I feel like I should be working. Uh, and, I, and, you know, I, I feel like it's a, you know, this is not something that just I deal with. I've, I've spoken to many people about this who are in the entrepreneur field and a lot of them feel the same thing. Um, but how to really like continue to grow it as much as possible because, you know, my mindset is, okay, well, the harder you work at something, you know, the more you work, the harder you work, the more results you get, which which has been true for me so, so, for, uh, so far. Um, but really trying to kind of put it all on the side for a little bit and just like be present in other areas of life has been challenging. And, you know, you're 28 and that's the time to work your butt off too. Yeah, exactly. So, so, and I hear, and I, and I understand the wanting more success, more hard work equals success, blah, 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 you know, and I understand that. And I have clients who are your age and clients that are my age and clients are older than me ask the same thing. How do I stop trying to chase something else? And, and, and if we start to look at, kind of how success works, we can start to move you into a place of a little bit more alignment because the point of view, or we can call it mindset, the point of view or the mindset you've been operating from is that if you're not working hard, success isn't going to happen. Right? Yeah. Yep. But is that actually true? Probably not to the extent that I have believed it so far. <laughs> right. Have you ever had a deal fall in your lap? Oh yeah, of course. Yeah. Of course. So, I just, so, I just never pin that on luck. To me, that's always, okay, a deal fell in my lap because I've been working so hard. Otherwise, it would have never happened in the first place. Or I would have never had the opportunity of that deal if I wasn't working hard somewhere else. Um, which Well, fair. But we could also pin that to I get deals because it's just who I am and it's what I do. Yeah. So because, because what happens is like we, we are conditioned when we grow up that especially in this country is like, it's, you know, hard work. You want to be successful, work hard, hard, hard. And maybe not just this country everywhere. Do you want to be hard, 
want to be, you want to be successful, work hard. Yeah. If you don't know what to do, work hard. So it's this work hard, work hard, work hard, work hard. Mm -hmm. And when we create success, we want more. And part of that's a, actually a different conversation because that's more like satisfaction and fulfillment conversation. So that's, that's actually a two part question. But the, the first part is this, this belief that hard works create success, mm -hmm. which is not true. Have you ever heard worked hard and not created success? Yes, I, I would say yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. We've spent. I've spent like you know. I'm about 20 years older than you, so I've I've had times where I've worked for years and not hit success. So hard work. Let me share. Let's 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 explore a new point of view. Hard work doesn't create success. What creates success is alignment with success. Mm -hmm. Hard work gives you more opportunities to get into alignment with success. Makes sense, right? And it's almost align. What's what's alignment? Alignment is like. When you get in your car, you never, st I, you know, I doubt you start driving without alignment. Usually when you get in your car before you pull out of the driveway, you know where you're going, right? Um, you know, maybe in high school, we just start driving and then figure out. But for the most part, that's the best example of alignment. You're clear, you know exactly where you're going, you know how to get there, and that's the process. Yeah. And sometimes in business, we're not sure what the target is. So we start working and sometimes we're in a phase of business where there really is no work to do because we're in a process or we're waiting for things or we're yep. looking on leads or, yep. or market conditions and we think we should be doing something. So literally we're just doing busy work when we could have just done nothing. Yeah, bingo. I, many, many times. Do I feel yeah. that? Yeah. So what we want to start learning is alignment is success. Alignment with success creates success. Okay. Now, how do you know if you're in alignment? That's probably your next question, right? Yeah. Alignment is flow. It's naturally inspired actions. Like it's the time where like you couldn't lose and it was like, bing, 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 bing. And you, you woke up, you were full of energy and it was automatic and it was just deal, deal, win, win, win. Like you've had those. And then there's the other time when it's wake up, grind, force yourself to do it. It's like there's resistance in your movement and nothing works. Mm -hmm. Right. We've had both of those. Mm -hmm. And, and, and what I've figured out in my book, Do the Impossible, is really about teaching people how to operate this way because I grew up going this way. I was a Tony Robbins coach and I would crank the screws on everybody and they would run really fast and they would be okay with success. When you start to get in alignment with success, success happens faster. And basically the way that happens is that your actions you take, like hands, come from your mind. Your mindset controls your hands. And then your mindset is controlled by you, right? And as entrepreneurs, we think that hard work and action creates our reality. But that's actually backwards. It doesn't. Reality creates your ac action. Like if you wake up and you're, if you're happy, you'll have a happy mindset and happy actions. If you have a sad, you'll have sad mindset, sad actions. If you had an amazing deal, you'd have an amazing deal mindset and you'll be on fire. If you just lost three deals and a big loss, then you're right. So, so that, that, that what I call your frame creates your mindset, creates your action. Mm -hmm. That's kind of like the model, right? And what happens is most people don't know that. So they're starting with action when they're out of alignment and they're just working and working, and working. The actual alignment process is actually very slow, very quick. It's just, it's a quick process. So it could be as simple as before you start going, getting yourself into alignment, because the simple way to tell if you're in, if you're in alignment or not, is if, are you experiencing any doubt? If you are, if you are experiencing any doubt, like here's my target, one deal, 50 grand, whatever that target is for the next 30, 90 days. If you're experiencing any doubt at all, you're out of alignment. If you're 100% certain I'm going to hit that, 
you're in alignment, mm -hmm. right? So if you're looking at waking up every day and you're saying, well, if I don't work, I'm not going to be successful. That's coming from a mindset that says, I don't work, I won't be successful. That's coming from the frame that I'm, if I don't work, I won't be successful. And the frame is the version of reality that you're working in. Okay. And that has been true in your past. So your, your brain believes it because it's seen it. Mm -hmm. But, and what happens with us is our brains catalog everything. And then we, we live in the same container moving forward when in fact you can find success like that. There's a million different ways. So the way we start to get out of this spot of always wanting more and hard work is to understand that alignment with success creates success, not the volume of work. Okay. Because I, I guarantee that if you could get 10 times the success working one tenth the time, you'd do it in two seconds. Oh, you'd be like a yeah, microsecond. 100%. Right? Absolutely. Yeah. So, so what that looks like in execution is I am successful. I'm going to find more deals. And if my deal this quarter is, you know, my targets in the business or this, we're going to hit those. I don't know how, but I'm not going to stop until we do. Like that's a global perspective. Then you start taking action. Mm -hmm. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. So what is your response to this point of view? What are you thinking? Are you I think that I, for the most part, I do that. I'm a, I, I am a, I'm a fairly positive human being. I, I just, I feel like getting, you know, taking the right action sometimes can be a little bit challenging to hit a certain goal, um, whether it's, you know, a money target or deal target or whatever it may be. Um, mm -hmm. I think more of it is me just trying to figure out what the hell is actually, what am I, what I'm actually doing. Right. Like most of us wake up every day and it's like, okay, like we don't have a boss telling us what to do. It's like, how do we do this? Like, how do we actually get from here to there? And so a lot of my day when it, when it's not sending emails to, you know, a, an attorney or, you know, working with a lender, tr trying to get deals to progress or, or, you know, talking to employees, it's like, okay, like, what am I even doing? Like <laughs> step, like what, what am I actually even doing here? And how do I actually get to the next level? Um, Great question. Right. And, and that's, that's a phase that entrepreneurs have to figure out Yeah, because I would say probably 30 to 40% of the things you think you need to do, you don't even need to do at all. Mm -hmm. Um, like for example, um, in my business, um, Jason Dries coaching, we sell one-on-one -on -one coaching and I have a team of coaches. I also coach and we also do group programs and things like that. And, and for the longest time I'd been <clears throat> not sure what I should be doing. I'm like, am I, do I need to work on the program? Do I need to work on one-on-one? -on -one? Do I need to train my coaches? Do I need social media? And I'm just like all over the place. Mm -hmm. and, and it took me a while to figure this out. And I've been running this business for 10 years. I've had a team for three. And it wasn't until like the past six months where I figured this out. Like, well, the core business I, the core business I want is one-on-one -on -one coaching contracts. That's like, that's the core business I want because I don't do that. My team does that. So that's less work for me. So that's the core business. And what, what actually creates... Um, coaching contracts is when people book introductory coaching sessions, right? Pretty simple. Yeah. And then I realized that instead of doing the social media and the team coaching and the webinars and all of this stuff, the only problem that I need to solve at this phase of my business is intro sessions. Mm -hmm. That's it. Because mm -hmm. if I can get the intro session number I want, the revenue, like one number, revenue goes up, one go, the business grows, the other one goes down, yeah. right? So it's like, 
that's my obsession right there. Yeah. And once I figured that out, because once I solve that problem, all the other problems, I can pay someone else to do them. Yeah, exactly. So it's, it takes a little bit of like awareness and coaching to kind of figure out what your primary problem is mm-hmm. and what you should be focused on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it makes sense. I mean, I, I, I mean, we all know, like I know what I need to be doing, what drives revenue is deals, right? In real estate. So all I really need to yeah. do is be yeah. locking up deals whatever that may be, whether it's uh, you know a development or a multifamily or a wholesale or a flip, whatever it is, that's really my main job. Um, I think you know bridging the gap between focusing just on that and then everything else that happens in the business is really difficult to make the leap of just doing that. <laughs> you know, because it's like you have to have enough income coming in to pay for everybody else to do all those other tasks, right? And, and until you have that, it's hard to step away from every other task that you have to do as a business owner. Um, so I think bridging that gap has been a little bit challenging now that it's not so much a money thing. It's more of, okay, like how do I actually drive more leads in and still have everything else flowing in the background? So I don't know. It's, it's a little, it's a challenging. Okay. So that's, okay. So that's a, okay. So that's a different conversation, right? So how many people do you have Are you in your businesses? How many people do you have working for you? So in my, let's just use real estate. So in my real estate company, I have five people. Um, and okay. they're all doing, you know, specific tasks. Okay. So bookkeeper, admin, you know, stuff like that. And how much are you still doing in that business besides deals? I do. Like if I don't do anything, nothing will happen. Okay. I mean, not like bookkeeping will happen, you know, le- the lead generation will happen, but nobody will be able to go on appointments. Nobody will be able to lock up deals. Like that's all on, that's all on me. Okay. So... So we need some better people like this. is This is actually a this is like one of the major entrepreneur milestones, right? That that in my experience, 90 percent of entrepreneurs don't beat. Now, go abundance level entrepreneur is a slightly different breed, but I'm just saying of all the all the entrepreneurs I've coached over the past 10 years, 90 percent don't make it from me to we because mm-hmm. the milestones I see as entrepreneurs is the first one is making your first dollar, then you replace your income and leave your day job. And then you replace yourself. Mm-hmm. Right. And then you duplicate it in other businesses. Yeah. So this phase of like replacing yourself is one of the hardest things because it, it, it's a rat. It's a different think of thinking because to, the phase before that is complete and total ownership of everything. That's how you get there. Yeah. But as soon as you get to the next phase, you have to start thinking differently because complete and total ownership doesn't work. You know, what's really funny about that is, it, so for the roofing company I have, I'm I'm pretty much out of that for the most part. Like, and I, when I built that, I with my yeah. partner, I built it knowing that I didn't want to do the day to day. And so, yeah. but for SPG, my real estate company, I feel like like that's my thing and that's what I'm good at. So I am the one, <laughs> I'm the one doing it still. Um, so yeah, I, I totally get what you're saying because I've been doing that with the contracting business, but with actual real estate, whether it's development or fix and flip, like I'm the one there meeting the seller. Cause I, you know, I, I kind of enjoy that, but at the same time, it's like, man, like I do everything. Like I literally do everything. So. Okay. Yeah. So, but how much do you want to do? Do you keep, do you want to keep doing everything? I don't want to do everything. I like, I like that I'm very involved with it because you know, the brand itself has been me, right? Like people know me as the real estate guy. I am, you know, I am the off market deal finder in this area, right? That, that's, that's what I do. And so for me to step away from that and have somebody else go and replace me in that role, I'm not saying that it would 
go down and spiral. I, but I, I sort of enjoy that to an extent. So I, I don't ever want to let that fully go. I, I like being involved in it a little bit. Um, transition over to the roofing. Like, I don't know a thing about roofing, right? Like I partnered with somebody who did. I'm really good at yeah. putting people in positions and, you know, being a visionary. Um, and so two totally separate businesses, two totally separate yeah. roles. So instead of, what if, what if we made a simple shift in that instead of being, I'm the off market deal guy in this area to, I have the off market deal finding team in this area. Yeah. I mean, looks just as good. Sounds better. <laughs> so, cause that's a different frame, right? That's a different point of view. Yeah. yeah. So if you had the off market deal team, the, the best you are, you have the team for finding off market deals in this area. What would you do differently in the next week? I would have to bring in more employees. I mean, pretty simple because, you know, all the systems would have to be run by somebody because there's no way I'd be able to handle, you know, I wouldn't be able to handle it myself. So can, are you good at creating systems? I, I am, but I do not like doing it. It, it's a, it feels like a drag to me to sit there and build out a SOP and build out, you know, it's, it's like, I, I don't okay, like it. So that's, but a, so that's a no. <laughs> that is a hard no. <laughs> I, now, I, I, I heard, I used to think the exact same, same thing. Like, I can do it until I actually met a real integrator. And I was like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, I literally, <laughs> my brain just doesn't work that way. Your brain doesn't work that way either. Yeah. So we can also attribute you being in this spot to your lack of desire, interest, and ability of systematizing this stuff. Mm -hmm. So in, in systematizing it the other way, maybe your, your partner was good at systematizing. I don't know. Um, but you may want to find a resource that did it. Like, I actually, my entire business was systematized by a third-party integrator. And, and that started almost two years ago wow. and they still run half my operations. Wow. Very interesting. My entire hiring process, my SOPs, my payroll, my pretty much everything, but marketing and content is they help build the infrastructure. They build me a custom CRM, custom, my coaching, my custom coaching platform that's built on Zoho. That's a custom JDC client interface is all built by them. So do they just come in because, and take a, you know, highlighted version of, of what you're trying to build and then kind of integrate everything for for you from there. Yeah. 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 And, and, and then like, would, so you could find an integrator who could drops in there. You throw them all the chaos. Like, cause I threw all the chaos to my integrator and he, and I'm like, I don't know what to do. It's just like this shit everywhere. And they're like, Oh, we'll put this here. And I was like, do you want us to hire too? Yeah. What do you so they literally interviewed me to get the hiring needs after the SOPs. Then they did the hiring and they did the first two steps of the qualification and they gave it to me the last step of the hiring interview process. Wow. Yeah, that sounds sounds super ideal. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so so th but this is where this let let's let's use this conversation right now. Let's set a mental marker of July 17, 2023, at 1226 in Central Time. Mm -hmm that you realized that the next evolution is more about we than it is about me. All right. 
I'm here. Like, I'm who here is the, I'm, who, I'm who is the we? Let's get the we. And also get yourself a coach too, because that'll help you focus. That'll help you stay on track because you can have a conversation and conversations here, but to stay on track week to week on a monthly basis, the coach is the best way to do that. Yeah. Okay. All right, man. Is this helpful? Yeah, no, very helpful. Okay. You good? I'm good. I appreciate awesome. it. Thank you. Awesome. Well, great. Great to connect today. Yeah, you as well. This has been fun. Awesome. And I'll see you at an event soon sometime, I guess. All right. Thanks, Jason. Thanks for watching the Do the Impossible podcast. I'm Jason Drees. To get your own experience of coaching, go to freeintrosession.com. And my team will give you a complimentary 30-minute introductory coaching session. Until the next episode, I'll see you there. Take care. Bye-bye. Don't forget to go to mondaymindsetreset.com to sign up for my free Monday Mindset Alignment call that happens every Monday at 10 o'clock Central. I'll see you there.